Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so glad that you are here. Blow your stain. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Whatever day it is you're listening, whatever time it is, I see you, I support you, I celebrate you. And as always, Black Girl Creative is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective. It's a free community of like-minded creative women who are all about support. They share, they promote, you know, they just encourage, they inspire. Y'all, if you want to hang out with me and some other women who are just phenomenal, come check out Black Girl Creative Collective. Bring a friend. It's free. Yeah, and I would be, we would be glad to have you, okay? We would love to have you. Um, what I've been seeing in the group has been so inspiring and encouraging. Uh, I just love it. The support, the love, yes. And so I should mention that February 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is our second meetup. So it's free. Come on out. You can sign up at the link in the description. It's about recovering and reclaiming your dreams and your creativity. So if you feel like you've been in a rut, if you feel like you've just kind of like lost your umph, you know what I'm saying? Lost your inspiration. If you feel like you've been feeling a little down because of everything that's been going on, first of all, I totally understand and I get it. And second of all, come on out and hang with us. Come to our free workshop. It's going to be great. And again, I'll provide all the details in the description in the in the description of the podcast. Okay, <laughs> great. So as always, I want to start off this podcast by celebrating you, all you wonderful listeners out there who feel compelled to leave reviews and to support me and to just be kind. First of all, if you want to leave a review, please do. It really helps us really to be found. Um, Algorithms work in everything. So whether you're on Instagram or Facebook or even iTunes, the more engagement you have on your podcast, the more comments left, the more reviews, all that good stuff, the more people can find you on iTunes, the more that they'll push your podcast. So first of all, you all are helping me out a lot by leaving a review. And so I want to celebrate you for doing so. So today I'm going to read a review from Ange M. Barnard. So she says, I don't know Alicia well, but I love her. Oh, yay. Her wisdom is so good and I love her heart. You can hear her passion in her voice and I feel inspired to make time for my creative work and design the life I want when I'm, when I'm listening. I also can relate to her so much. First of all, thank you so much, Ange Bernard. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think I know who you are. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm really appreciative of your review. It means a lot to me. Again, I celebrate you. I salute you. And yes, I'm all about Black women designing the life for them, the life that works for them, not what people say that we have to do and what we have to take on. And it actually takes us into today's episode. So let's get started. Oh, and before we get started, I should mention we're still doing the giveaway all month of February, so feel free to leave a review. You'll be entered into a raffle to win a gift card for $25 to any place of your choice. Um, Yeah, just inbox me. Let me know that you left a review, and you'll be entered into the raffle, all right? So today is Storytelling Tuesday. I know it's really a new thing. It might change. The days might change. It doesn't matter. Storytelling is important here at Black Girl Creative either way, and I want to let you all know Um, my story today. So usually I have interviews with other people, but today I kind of want to share an experience that I'm having currently with you. So I recently dropped out of school again. So a little background about me. I was, it took me nine years to get my degree. It took me nine years to get my bachelor's degree in deaf studies and that's D-E-A-F. 
Um, and so I majored in sign language and deaf culture. And so it took me nine years. I was 27 when I, gra- when I graduated. And then I decided to go back to school last year, last fall, to get my degree in interpreting. And so I was really excited. I was like, yes, this is going to be it. But to be honest, one of the reasons why I went back to school was to put my loans into deferment. I'm just being honest, y'all. Sally Mae got her foot on my neck. Okay. So I was like, you know what? It's a twofer. I could get my degree and I can also, you know, be in deferment for, you know, however long it takes me to graduate from this program. Little did I find out that, you know, Sally Mae is wicked and essentially, and she's calling me right now as I'm recording this podcast. Oh, you speak of the devil. It will appear, right? So I started school and I got this email and it basically said that your account was in um, the negative and I'm like, or, you know, it was behind. And so I, I call him. I'm like, hey, you know, I sent in my deferment papers to say like, hey, you know, I'm in school. I shouldn't have to pay while I'm in school, right? And so I understood that, um, you know, it would accrue, interest would accrue on my, on my loan. I was okay with that because I figured once I got my degree, I can get a better job, and then therefore I can pay down my loans faster. Salome said not so, or Navian at this point said not so. And basically, me being in school, I still have to pay out of pocket to pay all my loans, right? So this is what this is important because it's the first step in me really discovering that I actually didn't really want to go to school. Like it felt good to have the the creditors off of my back for a little bit. But the joy of me being in school did not sustain me. So last semester was a cool semester. Um, I think I did okay. You know, I made A's in both of my classes and it was great. And then I started this semester. You know, my husband for my birthday, I told you guys, he took me out to this hotel. We stayed in a hotel for a week and did nothing and really just to prepare for the next week when classes started. So classes started last week, y'all. It started last week. And in my second class, I said to myself, oh, no. I don't think I want to do this anymore. I actually don't think that I have the capacity or the want to go through such rigorous courses. So hear me out, right? I am very anti-academia. I think that it's important. If people like it, I think that's great, right? But I think the way that I learn is not in a pressured environment. I need pacing. I need you know, I need to do to learn, not just read papers and study and write reports and all that does nothing for me. Right. And I also understand that schooling can be like a money game. Like they want to keep you in the process as long as possible to get more money from you. Um, And then after I graduated, I would still need to wait years to get my certificate to get to get really good money as an interpreter. And um, I really wrestled with this, y'all. I really was like, (sighs) If I leave, I'm going to be a failure. If I leave, I'm going to be a quitter. But I really just wasn't, the joy was not there. The joy wasn't there. It just felt heavy. Everything about going to class, even though it's like, you know, um, online, I had two three-hour courses and, you know, they're like, yeah, you're going to have six projects here and six projects in this other class and here are the books and all this other stuff. And I was just not interested. And I could tell that the other students in the class were way more passionate about me about it than me. And so that's when I knew like, okay, this might not be for me right now. And the truth is I knew I didn't want to do it even before I showed up to class. I was not excited. I was not enthusiastic, but I felt like I had to keep going because I had dedicated nine years of my life so far, right? Which sounds like such a huge chunk of life to ASL, to Deaf Studies. I felt like that was my identity. I felt like if I let go of this dream of becoming an interpreter, then I'm kind of letting go of a version of myself, right? This version that I shared with other people, this version I had made up in my mind. And if I left, if I quit, then I would be a failure. When in reality, 
who I was at 18, right, at 27 is not who I am today at 31. My priorities have changed. While I'm in the class for ASL and interpreting, I'm thinking about making art. I'm thinking about building Black Girl Creative. I'm thinking about creating programs and courses and stuff like that. I'm not even being present for real. You know what I mean? And 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 the thing about college now is I'm paying out of pocket, right? I mean, I, I kind of was before with loans, but I see the amount that I'm paying and I don't want to pay to be miserable. And for some people, like if you want to be a doctor, like my cousin's a nurse, she has to go to school to do what she wants to do, right? She has to be qualified. She has to do that. But I want to be an artist, I want to be an artist. And I feel like I've always wanted to be an artist, but I felt like I couldn't be because artists don't make money, right? This is the lie that we've been told. Like artists don't make money. Um, you need to get a job that has benefits and like, you know, insurance and all this other stuff that you can, um, you know, put your money in a, in a 401k and all that great stuff. And the truth is, I've never been that woman. I've never cared about any of that stuff. Yes, I want to be wealthy, but I never wanted to be live a normal life using air quotes. Even the reason why I wanted to become an interpreter is different. My husband asked me, okay, because I was telling him about my, you know, wanting to leave the program. And he was like, what is your why for becoming an interpreter? And I, I told him, I said, I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't have a why. And when I wanted to become an interpreter, one of the reasons why I wanted to become an interpreter is because I wanted to freelance. I wanted to make my own schedule, right? And so back in high school, I didn't have the language to say, oh, you just want to be an entrepreneur. You want to make something, you want to make impact, and you want to create your own schedule. You want to make your own money. You don't want to really work for somebody. Y'all, I've, had, I've had so many jobs where I've just quit, where I'm just like, this is just not for me. And I've been okay. And it's such a freeing feeling when you quit the job that you don't want to be at. And people are like, well, what are you going to do now? I don't know. But even when you don't know, it's the freedom of not knowing because anything's possible. You can do literally anything. You can start your whole life over. And for me, I'm in this place in life where I'm just like, I don't want to be in school anymore. I'm not interested in making grades, right? I'm not interested in, you know, working for my approval, working to be validated by this letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not interested in trying to appease people. Maybe later on in life, I will become an interpreter. But right now, I don't really want to do that work. And so I'm like, am I lazy? Right? Am I lazy? And that's something I really struggle with. And it's just like, no, I'm not lazy. I feel like I'm just becoming clearer on what I really want to do. It's really hard for me and a lot of other late bloomers in life because all your life you've been told, like, when are you going to find a thing? When are you going to get a real job? Like, when are you going to be like all these other normal people? And I'm like, maybe I'm just not normal. Maybe I'm just not willing to carry something heavy to get some sort of reward that's not even really worth it at the, at the end of the day for me. Because the thing is, even if I build my own business, It's still going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it for me because I'm going to enjoy the process. I couldn't even enjoy the process of schooling. And again, I thought I just needed to do it because that's what I've been doing, right? I was just kind of going with the flow. And so it's like, am I a failure for dropping out? I don't know. I don't don't think that I am. I, I think what would be a failure would be for me to stay longer in a situation that I'm not happy in, that I'm not comfortable in just to appease my parents, just to appease my friends. And it's hard, y'all, because a lot of my friends, they are on their PhDs. They are, they have masters. They have double masters. They, you know, I don't know, are going up in their, in their business, like going up the ladder. And for me, I'm just like, okay, Alicia, you 31 and you're trying to start a business. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And sometimes it's really hard not to look at myself and feel that same way. And, you know, ASL for me, is always going to be an interest. I'm really interested in that. I'm really interested in deaf studies, but maybe that's all it's meant to be. My husband pointed that out to me. It's okay to have interest. You don't have to make it a thing. You don't have to make 
all of your interests become income for you. And when he said that to me, it was so freeing because it's like, that is okay. I do have interests that I'm not monetizing. You know, I paint for fun. That's an interest. I'm, I'm not trying to be a visual artist and not in that way anyway, right? And so the benefit of letting go of something that is heavy is that I'm able to make room in my life for my real dreams, for my real art, and to make room in my life for the best for me instead of just what's good for me or what's okay. Like studying ASL is okay, it's fine. Like, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. And it's something I realized I was using to fall back on. But today I'm choosing to bet on myself, right? I'm being brave enough to say, no, thank you. Like this has been a great experience for the past. At this point, I'm 31. Let's see, what is it? Nine, (laughs) four, 13 years. 13 years I've been studying ASL or been chewing on this idea of becoming an interpreter. And the fear was I'm getting older. I don't want to get too old to where I'm going to lose my skill. I don't want to be too old trying to be an interpreter. I'm trying to get my life started now. And it's like, well, what if I do start my life now? just on my own terms? What if I am brave enough to start messy and to figure it out along the way, right? Like what if by me quitting something that I'm not passionate about, I make more room for something that I actually can love? And what if I don't hold on to any more fallback plans, right? What if I just say, I'm going all in. (laughs) What is it, balls to the wall? (laughs) I'm going balls to the wall all in on what I really want to do. And maybe that's okay. And the thing is like, My other friends, like shout out to Marquita. She's one of my best friends. She told me like, you're going to be okay. Like you're an artist, you're a phenomenal artist and it's going to be okay. You're going to figure it out, right? And I think I'm okay with being in process and figuring it out as I go along the way. So my question to you is, are you just doing things just because you want to do it? Are you really living the life you want to live or are you just going with the flow because you've been this person for this many years? And it doesn't have to look like quitting a job, right? It could be quitting a group of people, quitting a habit, quitting, you know, berating yourself, like stuff that's just not serving you, that's just not lighting you up. Like, again, I saw the difference visibly, like on Zoom, the difference between my face and the face of my classmates. And my face was like, I don't want to be here. (laughs) I'm tired. I want to take a nap. I want to be creating something else. I wonder if I can, um, what do you call it? multitask. And you can't multitask in an ASL course because you have to be looking at the screen to see what's happening, right? And so one of the questions I had for God is like, okay, God, I studied ASL for 13 years. Like, what is the point? What was all of this for? You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah, what was all this for? Like, if I was supposed to be an artist all this time, why didn't I just major in art in high school, in, in college? And I'm not going to look back on that and kind of be like, oh, I wasted my life because I'm sure there are lessons in there that maybe I just haven't unearthed yet. And maybe I'll use those later on. And maybe later on, I'll be working with a deaf person and having the skill is beneficial. Who knows, right? But all I know is that today I'm all about choosing a life that is exciting, that is fun, um, that lights me up. And I'm all about doing the hard work that comes with something that's actually satisfying. I want to enjoy the process just as much as I enjoy the outcome. And for me, Studying in school just wasn't doing it. And I all, and I realized I'm not really built for school. You know, when I was in high school, I was making 4.12s because I was an overachiever, but I was a perfectionist. And I don't want to be a perfectionist anymore. I don't want to be a teacher's pet anymore. I don't, and because all that was coming from was from scarcity mindset. And it was coming from escapism, trying to escape my home. My home was pretty turbulent at the time. And also trying to feel worthy, Right. And I'm just over being in situations where I'm constantly putting all this pressure on myself to be worthy. I just want to be content and happy and again, make room 
for the stuff that's just amazing, for the for the best stuff, not just the good stuff or the okay stuff. So I'm challenging you to do the same. Do a life audit. Really, when you sit in a situation and you're like, I don't want to be here, ask yourself, okay, so why am I here? <laughs> why do I feel like I have to do this? Because you don't. We have the power, which is amazing. God gave us the ability to have free will, to really design the life that we want to, as long as we're in his will, right? We're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to, you know, change change our whole lives, change our whole lives. And, and I imagine that maybe God has been trying to tell me for a long time, you don't have to do this, right? You don't have to do this. I want you to do what I put you on earth to do. And I feel like talking to you here on this podcast talking in the collective again, um, putting on events and courses and making content for women who are just like me, that's when I feel most alive. Even the even the stress of editing a podcast or talking talking here with you guys, I sweat every time I show up here because I'm nervous, right? But this makes me come alive. And so I challenge you to find the stuff that makes you come alive. Like, don't just settle for what's okay or what people told you was possible or what people told you is the way to go. Really follow your heart because God gave you those desires. He says he gives you the desires of your heart. That means that the desires of your heart, he planted them in there. He created them because he knows you. He put you here for a reason. So I challenge you to do the same thing. I really don't have like, you know, it's really just a thought provoking question I have for you. I don't have any answers. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm pivoting again in life, you know, and that's, I think that's the beauty of it. Like I told someone I want to live 50 million lives, right? While I'm here. I want to be an interpreter one day, but I right now I want to be an artist. And maybe that's okay for right now. Maybe later on, like I said, with God's grace, I'll have more life to live to apply those skills elsewhere. But for right now, I'm doing what makes me feel good, what feels like this is where God is leading me. And so again, when my husband told me, just quit, just drop out. I felt so like such a weight lifted. Like when you quit that job that you hate, it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I'm not doing this no more, Right. That weight that's lifted off your shoulders, that's exactly what I felt. And I feel so much freer. So I want you to be free and I want you to stay free. So you hold me accountable because I want to stay free. Okay, because we're all about living a life. Again, the best life that God has for us. So that's all I have for you, you guys today. Just a little story time and encouragement. And really just to say that I see you, I'm with you, I get it. And it's okay to change your mind. So until next episode, you guys, take care, keep creating, and really ask yourself, are you living a good life or your best life? Okay, and until next episode, I will talk to you all soon. Bye.